Welcome to show 43 of the Cloth Diaper Podcast. My name is Bailey, and today's show is with a special guest. A local cloth diaper mom has come into the studio to talk about all things cloth diapering. We're going to talk about mostly the cloth diaper community, the online community, and making those important relationships that are really going to help you in your cloth diaper journey. Wow, it's been two months since the last podcast, and that has been a long time, probably one of my longest breaks, and not because I didn't have content to share with you, but because I needed a lot of space to grieve. When coronavirus hit at the middle of March there, um, it kind of felt like my whole world fell apart. Uh, There's a lot of things that I have been working really hard towards that just disintegrated in front of me. And like many of you listening, I really needed to take some time to grieve the loss of what was and kind of start coming to terms with what is. And what is is the return of my life as a stay-at-home mom, something that if you know my story personally, you know I have been working really hard to get out of. Um, But here we are. Thankfully, it is summertime, and we are less than two weeks away from the Flats and Hand Washing Challenge. So I'm trying to get my buns back in gear and get back to creating and promoting content here on the Cloth Diaper Podcast. So if you don't know me already, my name is Bailey. I am the host of the Cloth Diaper Podcast. I'm a mom blogger from Simply Mom Bailey. Why do I always choke up on this section? Um, And I have two young kids. They are now ages three and almost five, so I'm no longer cloth diapering, but I'm still passionate about telling and promoting cloth diaper stories. So the Cloth Diaper Podcast for the last 40-some shows has been sharing stories from around the world about cloth diapering from different people. And today I have a local mom. So Katie was in my studio way back in January and we recorded this together. It was such an incredible experience um, and I felt really bad that I had never really met her before. And honestly, I also haven't followed up again with her, so I'll have to do that. I'm sure that many of you guys know you only have so much that you can do, and sometimes you begin to feel a little tapped out. Um, So really, if you're listening to this show, um, I want you to remember to take time for yourself right now. I want you to also remember that a lot has changed in the world. Um, I haven't listened to the show since, and I haven't listened to the show yet, despite the fact that I'm recording. I usually like record this little intro and then add the show. Nonetheless, that's all stuff you don't need to know. I do have some more exciting shows coming up for you in June and July. I've been contacted by a cloth diaper rental company. We did an interview and also this really cool three-in-one wash um, thing. Anyways, I'm going to talk to Nick from that Nolio later. But um, yeah, so enjoy this conversation. I had a lot of fun with it. And uh, if you're interested in the Flats and Hand Washing Challenge, check out one of my older episodes from last year, which I did with the Cloth Diaper Revival to talk about the Flats and Hand Washing Challenge. That's a really great post to just show 28 to learn about it. And then you can go to clothdiaperpodcast.com slash 
flats challenge and there's even more information including how to register and this year i've really removed a lot of the rules from the flats challenge because i wanted to try to make it really simple and really accessible to parents so yeah all right that's enough rambling for today let's get to my conversation bye um, I'm Kate. Uh, I have one eighth-month-old son, and I also live in Prince George. <laughs> and while I was falling down the cloth diapering rabbit hole, I found your blog, which is like, oh my gosh, this person lives in the same city. That is so helpful. Their advice is probably going to be super applicable. And then I also found Susie's blog, which same deal. Like, okay, I'm spoiled. I have these two blogs that are overrunning with enthusiasm for cloth diapers and have so much advice but like such a gentle tone that this is what worked for us it may or may not work for you I've heard this to be helpful and so like even before my baby's born I have this groundwork of okay that's what a cloth diaper is it's not like this thing filed back in the back of my mind like I'd filed them back in my mind as like Kind of like corsets or petticoats. I don't have any really little brothers or really little cousins, oh. so all of my baby knowledge is, is very abstract before I had my baby. <laughs> I can't believe you had some in the same category as corsets. Like, yeah. you really dated them as something that was... I, I, so I, then I did. why did you... How did you even get there from this really... What you thought was antiquated to being a cloth diaper mom. All right, so like in late trimester, late second trimester, um, you know that in, in BC we have that baby's best chance manual that's kind of like a beginner's oh, yeah. guide for babies. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, like I work in healthcare and that's one that we like hand out to parents like every time you see someone who even like might have a positive pregnancy test essentially. Oh, and so like I'm sitting there, I'm reading this cover to cover because like if I'm handing this out, I should actually know what's in it and also know my stuff yeah. and like in the diapering section just in one of the little sidebars what to do about rashes and like the last sentence is like if your baby has lots of problems with rashes consider cloth diapering oh really and then it just tweaked in my brain oh yeah that's a thing that happens which is hilarious <laughs> because my husband like he his hobby is like in case the world blows up, being ready for that. And we were going, what do we do if we can't get diapers? Like, if there's no more Costco. And we were thinking, yeah. like, do you do cradle boards? Do you just, like, buy a puppy mat? And I can't believe that's where our brains <laughs> So you really, like, had absolutely zero foundation. So I literally Googled how to cloth diaper. And the first things that came up were, like, five or so really enthusiastic blogs with mm -hmm. these pretty pictures of these adorable diapers <laughs> and okay down the rabbit hole we go yeah so your baby's eight months mm -hmm. okay so just in the last year or two so pretty recent i was just like trying to date you and like what era of cloth diapering knowledge you came into because mm -hmm. if we look at like cloth diaper blogs there's all sorts of different eras so did your family like get excited or not uh like apparently my mom cloth diapered me no idea whatsoever I mean, do we really talk about how we diaper <laughs> no that's like, not something 20 years most, later no that's not something most 16 year olds go up and ask their mom like mom what kind of diapers did you put me in no it's not a conversation I mean, I have younger siblings, so I kind of knew because my brother was cloth diapered mm -hmm. partially, and then my mom gave up. But if you don't have younger siblings, like you definitely wouldn't have any of that influence. 
So you've started cloth diapering. What does your stash look like? Oh, gosh. Well, right now, like for overnights, I... I found another local mom in Prince George who had her baby in Lily and Frank diapers, and I went, those are so cute. I had Heather on the show, too. Yeah. Those are such great diapers. Yeah, episode 40, and so, like, fell down the rabbit hole hard. That's what we use every night overnight. And then, like, our daytime stash is a pretty big hodgepodge because, like, you're on the Facebook market and you're going okay well maybe this fits a little better I've always wanted to try that so like there's four or five different types in there like a big favorites easy peasies because I love their prints like my mom picked up a bundle of apple cheeks when she found out we were gonna cloth diaper and then there's a whole bunch of like velcro velcro tab ones we picked up used and they're all pockets and that kind of works well for us because I am so lucky. I actually have family and, and friends that are not shy about changing a diaper. If my husband thinks that the baby needs a change, he got, just goes and does it. If he's hanging out with his grandma, she just goes and changes it, which is handy because then like, I don't have to give them a lecture on like, he pees more in the morning, but he sometimes poops then and then, so you should use this diaper or this diaper or this diaper. I can just stuff them in advance. As he grows and as his needs change, and they can just grab one and slap it on him, and I don't have to be all like micromanaging. <laughs> it's uh, it's so nice to see that when people like um, they don't like get all up in your face about it, and mm-hmm. they're like, whatever, I'll just change the diaper no matter what it is. Yeah, because some people are not like that. Mm-hmm. I uh, I think the next podcast I have an interview with, I'll, Eliza, at the end of the month, that was her biggest struggle. She's gonna talk with us about how she got through that but like the people in her life were really anti-cloth and that really was hard so it's really awesome when people are not anti-cloth yeah yeah that's really awesome and then what was my thought there so you have a little bit of everything but what is your favorite in your little bit of everything oh god! i should make you choose a favorite like if you what's your favorite are they all different styles it's, I mean, which one do you reach for the most, and which one do you leave on the cart at the end of, like, the last one that you would get? Ah, uh, gosh. Well, right now, the ones that are making me go, no, you can't spend all of your money on diapers are the Lily and Franks and mm. the Easy Peasies, just because I love the prints um, yeah, very yeah. much, like, that you need another cute bum. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. And the ones that I don't reach for as much... Uh, well, we do have the covers and inserts that you just put in there. I don't use those as much because they're more of the plain ones, mm-hmm. and I'm all like, you need a pretty bum, but they're <laughs> so handy. But yeah, I think the covers and inserts, we just save those for when we're traveling. Those okay. are really handy because it's way less space. That's fair. That's fair. All right, so the one that, the, when you emailed me, you were talking about, you wanted to talk about local cloth diapering. And then I felt really awkward and embarrassed because I actually didn't recognize your name. And then I was like, she wants to talk about local cloth diapering, but I don't know who she is. So then I felt really bad. Oh gosh, that I wasn't local enough that I didn't, I hadn't been in your circle. So tell me about this question that you had, the value of having a local. So how did you find your local cloth diaper community? Oh gosh. So that was like, I was literally just going, okay, I think I want to give cloth diapering a Mm -hmm. try. I don't have a billion dollars to buy everything. Let's Google around. Where's a good place to find used cloth diapers? Oh, there's a Prince George cloth diaper buy and sell for used diapers. This is handy. Off we go. 
and I wrote. So what does yeah, the community? So it's just like you felt that we have a really strong buy and sell community here in town that you mm-hmm. can kind of get that kind of support and advice that you needed. Yeah, and like, how dare you not know every single mother in this city? <laughs> I I'm pretty active online, so I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, ooh, that's kind of my domain. Um, yeah, like we do, and to find those spaces though, like it feels. I think a lot of moms they come to me and they like it's really hard to find local. But it's, you just, I mean, first you got to look mm-hmm. and like, it's as simple as putting in your city. Like, is that what you did? Or did you ask in another group? Do you put your city in and cloth diapers or something? Uh, yeah, I think I just like in Facebook, just like Google Prince George cloth diaper or mm-hmm. something along those lines. Yeah. And then we come up as like, I think it's the uh, Prince George and area cloth swap is a term, but you'll see all sorts of different terms. Like some people will call it like cloth diapers. Some people will call it fluff. Some people will... You just use lots of different terminology, I guess, mm-hmm. is what I'm trying to tell the listener on the other end. And what was my other thought that I had there? Oh, if you don't have a space, you can make one, guys. Anybody can make a Facebook group. I used to think that only certain people in the world can make Facebook groups, like community leaders or like people with weird sense of power, but anybody can do it. So yeah. like, if you don't have anything, you guys can just like create one and make friends. Well, it's like that phrase, like, you fake it until you become it. How, <laughs> how does someone become a community leader? You just kind of just go, okay, this thing doesn't exist. Yeah. I'd like it to exist. Leroy Jenkins! <laughs> Let's do this! Exactly! Exactly. Like, and you might be surprised when you get the ball rolling, how many other people randomly show up that you didn't know? Like Kate sitting in front of me, who I didn't really know. Um, but you're here in town. And you're like outside and this is real. So you're a real person. Um, and we're, I met with a woman last week and she also cloth diapers too. Mm-hmm. And I also never knew that. I didn't know her. Yeah, and so. it, it's funny. Like whenever I go to a mom group, like a breastfeeding drop-in or like a story time, I'll usually see like at least one or two other moms who are also cloth diapering. And then it's kind of like an instant friendship. Like, oh my gosh, show and tell. Let me see. Oh, they're so cute. My babies are now older than your babies, which makes me feel old, but I'm not. But it's been four years. So like when I started... When Walter was born, yeah, we saw a lot of moms with cloth diapers at mom group. Like, a lot. A lot of my friends also stop cloth diapering. Oh, yeah. That's the biggest factor. It's just, it's just a lot of fun. Yeah, hey. Have you ever, hmm, do you ever meet with other cloth diaper moms in real life? Like, have any of those times where you've met a mom at a mom group, has that, like, blossomed any friendships for you yeah it, t- it totally has like for the one mom who introduced me to lily and frank like we've mm-hmm. like we, sh- we share pictures of her diaper stash every mm-hmm. once in a while and like another mom who i who i met through knitting not a mom thing at all but like <laughs> she kind of oh, she's cloth diapering now too and mm-hmm. so i get to play show and tell with her also and yeah there's a lot of your even offline and online relationships are blossoming offline, mm-hmm. which is really incredible. Totally. I get this question a lot is that people don't know how to make mom friends. How, how would you, what would be your advice? Like, how did you make these mom friends? What happened? Yeah, I guess 
oh gosh, back when I was 18, like I read this book on like dating and it said something along the lines of a Prince Charming is not going to go up to your door and knock and sweep you away in a limousine. If you want to meet men, you have to go where the men are. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Oh my gosh, I love it. I love it. And it's kind of a similar thing. If you want to meet other mums, it's just kind of a matter of like you go where the other mums are Mm -hmm. and if you just show up, then you have the chances. Like we go to the baby drop-ins at the library. We go to the breastfeeding drop-ins all over town. And like, you're not necessarily going to like lock eyes with someone across the room and just feel a connection and you've made a BFF <laughs> on your first occasion. But like, it gives you those openings. It gives you those chances. That's you- exactly like what I also tell people. Like you, and the first time is going to be the worst. Mm-hmm. Like, you might not meet anybody the first time, but if you keep going, yeah, and you keep going, eventually you'll be like, oh, yeah, I saw her the last three times. Maybe I'll sit beside her this time. And maybe the fifth time you'll have a conversation, and then three years later, she never leaves your house. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's a slow process, and it is exactly like dating. Yeah, and it's handy because, like, you have a ready-made topic of conversation, yeah. babies, parenting, yeah. and if you forget their name or their baby's name, it's cool because we're all mums. And we've all met 50 other people this week. <laughs> because, uh, so I do hike at baby in town as well. Nice. People, everybody knows me. But because I meet like a dozen moms for the first time every time and they're all meeting me and they just remember my name because I'm the leader. I never remember their name. But yeah, you can just totally blame it on baby brain and and usually they'll say their children's name and be like, oh, she's so and so. And you can strike up a conversation without remembering someone's name. Mm -hmm. You You don't need names. But yeah, I always recommend like exactly that. Like keep showing up and keep being present. And also my other biggest thing is like, so a couple of the moms that I met, I used to go to breastfeeding group here in town all the time. A couple of the moms that I met there, oh, I can remember coming home to my husband and being like, she is such a, I don't like her. We're not, yeah, she comes over every week now and um, we are great friends and our kids don't get along. Like those first impressions that you have of people can sometimes be like totally wrong. Mm-hmm. And like you can judge people and like, really not like them but that doesn't mean they're not a potential friend if you keep showing up but you keep kind of being involved in your life eventually like friendships do get made like it's not easy and it's kind of messy and like my best friend from college university I hated her guts and I was like no way do I ever want her and like we were bridesmaids at each other's wedding and I can't imagine living without her she's just like so for me a lot of first impressions are like I got to ignore that because those little thoughts that I have in my head about a person, those prejudgments are like totally false about who they are. Yeah. And that's something that I'm, I think I'm only just learning now and I'm the opposite. I'm like, I like it. I can find something to like about it. Uh, so yeah, I'm really negative and... sometimes. I'm like, I don't like that person. <laughs> yeah. But, but they're really awesome. Yeah. But then the moment like something, we disagree about something or like there's an angry moment, I go, oh no, I've wrecked this friendship forever. But no, no that's not the attitude. It's not like you fight with your spouse once and oh no, yeah. time for a divorce. Like No, it's like, it's more of like, you like each other enough to flush out your differences and you like each other so much that you want to keep knowing each other despite Mm -hmm. that and then you groan for having like had this person make you think different yeah and that's like probably one of the hardest challenges a lot of people have with making mom friends is they'll be like well they disposable diaper or they formula feed or they do this they're so different than I am 
But those are like amazing things because mm-hmm. they are able to teach you so much. And friendships aren't based on the fact that we cloth diaper together. That can be like the starting conversation and everything after that. It's just extras. Like the our parenting values don't have to align to be friends, but they definitely can help us grow as people. Yeah, like it's that overarching principle of like, are your kids alive and happy <laughs> at the end of the day? Yeah. Common ground. We both want those things. Yeah, and it, like if you just continue to show up in their life and be friendly, uh, that really can make a difference. I was talking about social media with a friend yesterday, and that's the same principle about making friends on social media. You just have to show up, be genuinely friendly and authentic with them and be interested in their life and want to know more about them. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, making mom friends can be really intimidating, but you just have to show up one day. Yeah, I'm going to miss a lot of my mom friends when I go back to work because yeah. like then like it's already hard enough because like, no, sorry, my baby's napping. No, he's grumpy because mm-hmm. he's teething. And then, and then you got to throw work into it too. But that's like all friendships like even like when your best friend from high school has moved 15 hours away it's you make the effort when you can yeah and like as a stay-at-home mom I found that transition like you guys going back to work really hard so I was like now where do I meet them like what do I do who my friends with like all my friends went back to work but there's still lots of time out and even if we hang out once a month then we're still good yeah like quality not quantity like Mm. someone i haven't seen in five years like you catch them for lunch for one afternoon like you treasure that one hour that you had yeah that is exactly it okay so what is your biggest piece of advice for moms interested in cloth diapering so if we wrap we got to tie this all back guys we're gonna swap gears again we talk about motherhood and friendships which really great conversation even though it's not cloth diaper related i mean i guess it kind of is but if we talk about going back to cloth diapering, what's your biggest cloth diaper advice for people? Oh, gosh. Like, if it's what cloth diapers are the best and which one to pick, <laughs> they're all the best. And they're all a little different. And you're not even necessarily going to know which ones fit you best, oh. your baby best, or your life best. Just, like, pick a few of each kind that you like the print of. Like, find the used ones. Mix and match. Well, it's just like buying yourself a pair of pants. You're not going to go, I will only wear Wrangler jeans in size 12 for the rest of my life. Well, my husband only wears Costco jeans. So, <laughs> baby. <laughs> well, Allow a little flexibility in your life, guys. Yeah, like he might have some dress pants, like if he has to go to a wedding or something. Okay, yeah, that's true. Yeah. He does have alternative pants. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, like having that variety is great because then you have your choices and you have your leeway to experiment. And, like, oh gosh, and the other big point, like, if you have a local community or, like, a blog that's close by to you, like, given a read through those so you kind of know, okay, these are the common pitfalls. Mm-hmm. This is how to avoid them. Like, I think a big reason that my family's been so successful with cloth diapering so far is that, like, I had your blog and I had Susie's blog to do my research beforehand and I wasn't just going in blind having to reinvent the wheel for everything Mm -hmm. and that's like that's really great advice and there's not a lot of cloth diaper bloggers out there specifically but if you can find women in your area who are writing or sharing their experience because our water here is really awesome and so Susie and I have given advice that works for us that works here and I know that that advice doesn't work for other moms in other areas if they have a lot softer water or they have really hard water or their pH is a little funny. 
And that's why I have this podcast, so that I can <laughs> talk with other moms from around the world to talk about what their uh, routines look like and what that really means for them. But yeah, definitely reaching out to those like local mentors and figuring out what's going on for them. Um, because before, so you, you came in just as cozy bumps had closed. And I'm so sad that like when, by the time my baby was born and by the time we were getting into cloth diapering, I was Googling like cloth diaper services, yeah. cloth diaper stores. And like, yeah, they, I, I wish I'd been around like in their heyday when I yeah. could have gone and seen them. That would have been so, so fun. Carrie was, as the local cloth diaper store, she and Susie both had a ton of information when it came to cloth diapering in the north because they had problem solved with people who live oh they had problem solved with people who had lived like in salmon valley the water is like hard as rocks out there which you guys listening have no idea what i'm talking about but it's like north of town it's like north of town that's the, a lot of power in local is you can ask people like okay, well, my water is doing this, or my machine is doing this, and what have you done to overcome it? And they already have, a lot of times we don't need to reinvent the wheel, right? Like, we can reach out to people who kind of problem-solved along the way um, and figured it out. Which, I say this, and I've also talked to a lot of moms here on the show who haven't, don't have any local communities at all, and just keep buttering along, guys. You're doing great. <laughs> yeah, like, um, some of us are really lucky. There's pretty active community up here in the north. A little bit dying down. I think we're like almost like um, this is another thought to add to this conversation is that cloth diaper communities really ebb and flow. So people have babies and like there's a leader or people who are active and then those babies grow out of diapers and they kind of like fade off. And sometimes if there's not an incoming group of people, especially online communities can begin to look like they're dying. I see that happen in a lot of groups, but you can kind of bring them back. It's just like a matter of just acknowledging the fact that like people come in and out of this cycle of cloth diapering. Don't be afraid to be a leader in your community. Like if you wanted to be more active online, you could, like people can, you can show up in whatever ways you want. Yeah. Yeah. You you had some like good do's and don'ts in there that were uh, pretty, yeah, in your email to me. Man, I can't find this email that Kate is talking about. So this is what's going on, guys. She's saying I had some great ideas, and now I don't know what they are. So, what are your great ideas about cloth diaper do's and don'ts? Yeah, a lot of basics were, like, I think pretty self-evident. Like, be supportive, Mm -hmm. and be honest. Like, if you're selling diapers, don't mark them as excellent, and then they're actually, like, no elastics, and the mice have chewed through (sighs) them. Yeah. Yeah. And I mistakenly once sold wool to somebody, and they got it. And they were like, it has holes in it, Bailey. And I was, like, mortified. And she sent me the pictures, and there were. And it had just been sitting on the shelf, and I just, like, packaged it up and sent it off. And so in those situations, like, really, like, it's okay. Own your responsibility. So I just sent her her money back. I was like, don't worry about sending them to me. If you want to repair them, repair them, but I'll give you your money back. End of conversation. Because, like, I obviously didn't look over the product before I sent it. Mm -hmm. Um, And if you don't do that, you just have to make sure you step up and correct with your mistake right like kind of what I feel like the local community it lives or dies based on like the enthusiasm people mm-hmm. are bringing to it and if someone's all like cloth diapers yeah and they buy some used ones and then they get them and they're like well I'm sad these suck then like that's killing off the enthusiasm like if you're not sure if something is this good used condition or fair used condition like maybe better to err on the side of caution like listed as fair and then if someone picks them up and go they go oh, these are better off than I thought they might be. What a pleasant surprise. Yeah, and I think 
I'm thinking about your do's and don'ts is like, don't be my way or the highway. Like that kind of attitude kind of kills the internet. I think if when you're saying, I really talk a lot about saying in my experience, this works for me. And I think that works something that we should all be saying across motherhood. It's not like the only way to cloth diaper is this, or the best cloth diaper is this, or it's like you need to own your experiences when you're online with people. And that can really help encourage other people to step up to the plate and talk. Because yeah. if they feel like there's only one way to do it, and like Bailey the admin is going to get mad at them when they suggest other ideas, then nobody's ever going to talk. And sometimes I do get mad at people. I also admin all those groups. Um, because they come at it with this idea of like, this is the only way. You must do this. And it's like, can you just be nicer about it and suggest this is what worked for me last time I had that problem? Like, I feel that's the biggest thing missing from online communities is this like acknowledgement of our personal journey and what works for us uh, instead of setting rules. Does that make sense? Yeah, and like just that keep in mind that general tenant of like motherhood is hard. Oh, yeah. It's really hard. Mm-hmm. Like you raise Susie and you think you did great, but then Bobby's born and he's a totally different person. <laughs> Every single nothing time. that you know works on him. No, right? Every <laughs> single time. Yeah. That's just like, you never, everything is such ebb and flow. And that's why I think like we really need to own our experiences as like our own and not things that rule out the world. I was talking with Jennifer from All About Cloth Diapers this morning. That's exactly what we were kind of. And like, and show up. I think... We talked about this in the offline, like how to make mom friends offline. If you want to make friend mom friends online, you also need to show up. So wherever you want to make those mom friends, you need to be showing up. So if you want to make mom friends in the cloth diaper swap groups here local, just keep posting and talking and talk about your cloth diaper experience and other people will show up. Mm-hmm. If you keep going to mom group, other people will show up. Eventually you'll build those connections. Yeah. Like I remember like when my baby was two days old, we went to a breastfeeding drop in to get <laughs> some help because like, okay, it's that first night of at home. Yeah. You're trying to get him to latch, but it's like, why won't these two like <laughs> go together? And he's screaming and we're frustrated and eventually you make it happen. So go to get some help the next day and, like, you see all these other moms and their babies are playing, and you're all like, I don't know, this is a great big room full of strangers. Yay, my baby's eating, I got some help, but kind of feel awkward. <laughs> but then on the other hand, it's nice to see how these moms yeah. are interacting with their babies. Like, not like they're made out of China and they're going to break at any second. Yeah. And but, but then now that my baby's older, and I'm the one who where he's playing on the floor, and the new moms with the newborns are all over on the couches... Like, my mind frame is more, they're trying to figure out how to feed their baby. They don't don't need me to jump up in their face to be all like, hey! Like, unless they're obviously, like, looking over and, like, looking like they want someone to talk to. It's kind of a, like, read the room type thing when you have the energy. Some days you're just tired and you just need to bring your baby somewhere so they can be happy. And that's okay, too. Yeah, sometimes. And it's okay to talk about off-topic things and talk about on-topic things and talk about all those whatever kind of thing you want to talk about. Like, sometimes people just want to sit with other people, too. Yeah. Sometimes it's, I, I can remember just, like, missing people. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I even miss people over my last surgery. Yeah. And it's, but that's kind of, that's an awkward state in motherhood sometimes. Like you're desperate for social contact, but you're too tired to people in an yeah. intelligent way. 
Yeah, so you're just like, you need to like leave the house, but you don't want to talk to anybody. I mean, and then you find friends who can do that. Yeah. Right? You can find people who also want that in life. They just want to sit together awkwardly, and that's fine. I think a lot of motherhood and a lot of meeting people locally is awkward. Mm-hmm. It's totally stressing about you coming over today because it's like, well, I'm like a high anxiety person. I was just like, oh, nobody's ever come here. I yeah, even sweep the floor. Yeah, I was thinking about that. Like, I hope it's not. I saw you be... creeping outside for five minutes. Oh, well, I didn't want to be all like, "Hey, I'm early," and too bad if you didn't put your kids to nap yet because they're being kids. That's true. <laughs> I think one of the coolest things about cloth diapering me, like, is it reminded me of when I was first getting into knitting. It's that feeling of like you're just getting. As into I hold a new knitting hobby. needle, like of all the things. Yeah. <laughs> I've had in my life. I, I remember getting into that and just like falling in love with yarn and wanting to buy all the yarn and having a huge yeah. stash. And it was the same deal for cloth diapering. Want all the diapers. Want this huge stash and I was thinking why does this feel so similar to this falling in love type thing and I think it's like whether you're holding a ball of yarn or you're holding a cloth diaper you're holding something that's beautiful but it's also so practical and it's like a physical manifestation of your love and your intentions towards someone you want to do the best by your baby you want to knit someone a warm hat yeah like you're using your wits and this beautiful Marie Kondo worthy object to do something nice for someone you love yeah that's really it like we are we are we're doing something for someone we really love and it's like all sorts of love for some people, like, I mean, love for our child and it's love for our families as we budget and it's love for the environment as we reduce our waste. And it's just like this very sacrificial, is that the right word? Love, like act, like we going out of our way to do something really awesome for people. Yeah, or maybe not even sacrificial, it's but just right like word, it's yeah. a physical symbol of something deeper. Like you yeah. take your kids for a walk in the woods and it's a symbol of I want this earth to be here for you. <sighs> in the future and I want you to have these healthy exercise and mental health mm. skills that all of these woods help you have. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. Yeah. All right. Anything else? Uh, I think that's I about think it. That's about- Are you online? People follow you? No? Yes? No, okay. I'm not online anywhere. Oh. I am not an online guru. <laughs> I'm just here to like, I'm, I'm, working on, I'm working on my people skills. I'm working on getting out of my shell. Sometimes scattered conversations is what ends up. So Kate and I had a great conversation about cloth diaper community, about making mom friends, and I hope that maybe it has some added value to you. These are questions that I do get a lot of the time about how to make something and be something. And there are a lot of cloth diaper communities out there on the internet, and sometimes they can be very overwhelming because there are cool kids and cliques and mean girls and all of that jazz that exists online and offline. My best advice to you is to be calm and be safe and be kind, in the words of Dr. Bonnie Henry. But most importantly, just be authentically yourself and you don't have to play with the mean girls you don't have to play with the clicks and you can create your own safe places for cloth diaper community and friendship cloth diaper community and friendship often begins through local connections and it does exist in both the cloth diaper conversations we have and the non-cloth diaper conversations so 
just put yourself out there. You don't have to be super personal. You don't have to be super sharing pictures of your kids and share every detail of your life to make friends and find friends in a thought diaper community. You can gush about other things and talk about other things. You can share your fluff mail, your on the butts. You can share your favorite cloth diaper um, pictures. You can share about your struggles. You can also share about your successes. The thing about finding community both online and offline, both as a person and even if you are a brand or a content creator, is that this content comes from a place of two-way relationship skills. So I know that Kate talked about showing up. Well, not only do you need to show up and go where the men are, or go where the moms are, but you also need to have those conversations back. So when someone posts a picture about their favorite cloth diaper that you also say, I love that print or I haven't tried that, you say something. Um, that two-way dialogue, that is an important part to this puzzle. So as you're going out there and you're looking for community and you're looking to build these relationships, two-way dialogue is one area that you can start this conversation I really enjoyed my day with Kate. I know I introduced her as Katie, but her name is Kate. She is a training to be a doctor here in Prince George, British Columbia, and her son will now be probably 10, 11 months, almost a year as I drop this podcast show 43 here. There will be more podcasts this summer, and if you want to be on the Cloth Diaper podcast, email me. Things are a little bit crazy and up in the air right now because I don't have reliable childcare. Thank you, coronavirus. But things are happening. If you love the show, be sure to leave a comment or review wherever you listen to the Cloth Diaper podcast. And you can find me on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and www.clothdiaperpodcast.com. Thanks so much for taking the time today to listen. And until two more weeks, bye.